It is time for Radio Salon, our panel discussion with our wonderful experts uh, joining us uh, as always. Uh, first, uh, independent uh, legal researcher from La Quant LLC, Professor Chung Huang. Good morning. Morning, Henry. And also joining us, uh, Dr. Pong Young-sik, research fellow at Yonsei University Institute for North Korean Studies. Dr. Pong, thank you for joining us. Yeah, good morning. Well, we hope everyone enjoyed their holidays, and I assume both of you as uh, law-abiding citizens uh, uh, adhere to the um, four or more gatherings. Uh, we're all, we're all uh, good people like that. Uh, let's talk politics, though, because one thing that maybe was missing, and I think there was an encouragement, if you're going to gather together, just use Zoom or whatever. But usually you have these hot political discussions, right, with family members, maybe especially your elderly family members uh, kind of talking about the... Um, Right, latte is a horse. Right, back in my day, we had this and this and this, and uh, these days, <laughs> we have uh, a problem here. Well, public sentiment in regards to the government, in regards to the ruling party, in regard to policies, in regards to potential opposition, now uh, takeover of the government, that is starting to heat up because we've got two bellwether cases coming up with these April by-elections: the Seoul and Busan mayoral races. Uh, we'll talk about the Seoul race because this is where we're located and this is where a lot of the um, uh, drama seems to be taking uh, place. But if you look at opinion poll uh, data, it does appear right now we have a situation where the ruling party candidate Park Yang-sun uh, will be leading in a three-way race. And we'll call, talk about if whether we can unify the candidacies. But she will be leading in a three-way race. Uh, if it's a two-way race, it's going to be much closer. And it does look like among the opposition candidates, An su would be the more competitive candidate versus Park Young-sun uh, as uh, opposed to, let's say, Na Kyung-won, who maybe we can talk about. So um, if Park Yang-sun beats Woo Sang-ho, it does appear that she would have to face An su to make it a very competitive race, whereas with Na Kyung-won, um, you might see a little bit more of an advantage with Park Yang-sun. So Park Yang-sun, former SME's minister, uh, former uh, lawmaker, uh, a very prominent uh, former NBC anchor, so somebody who's been in the public eye quite a bit. An su of course, one of the most famous figures in America. Uh, in Korea, uh, maybe in America as well, but uh, uh, a long-term businessman, a uh, former um, a medical doctor, and also now uh, a politician who no longer, I think, represents new politics, but is somebody still considered to be maybe one of those um, so-called not conservative, not liberal, but uh, middle road candidates. What are your thoughts right now on the current campaign as it stands and the current campaign strategies? Well, both candidates, I'm talking about uh, Dr. An su and uh, former Minister Park Young-sun, both candidates try to capitalize on their respective uh, strength, uh, try to take advantage of the uh, their images and the past careers that are already familiar to most of the voters. For instance, uh, Mr. An su seems to capitalize on you know, uh, his image and credential as inventor of the computer vaccine and the medical doctor uh, serving during the COVID-19 pandemics. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Minister Park Young-sun wants to highlight uh, her achievement when he served in the National Assembly and uh, uh, as a uh, you know main person of the Minister of the Small and Medium-Sized uh, Enterprises. Yeah. So you got to build on upon your strength. And those are their strengths, uh, the way you mm -hmm. see it. Uh, right. Yeah. But I'd like to add that uh, this is too early to uh, say that the who is ahead and uh, who will remain ahead in this mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. tight race. Certainly. Because um, uh, this reminds me of my uh, strange friend from Busan, who's a lifelong and diehard Lotze Giants baseball 
fan. Mm-hmm. And uh, in every season in April, he's so happy because Los a Giant would be on the mini, you know, uh, winning streak, like the three games in a row. But uh, toward the end of the season, like in September and October, he uh, has become a very nasty, disgruntled, angry man and cussing the team. Yeah. And the world and the universe. So you never know. It's a long ball game. Yeah. Uh, I don't think anyone predicted that uh, Park Won-soon would have become mayor uh, the way it stood at that time when An Chosu was entering the race and it seemed like he was going to be the front runner. And then it thought that, uh, well, a, m- a more established political person like Park Young-sun at that time, who famously kind of lost that uh, primary race, but um, really... Oh, also, LG Twins fans too, right? <laughs> yes. The long-suffering uh, KBO fans who always say... Hope springs eternal. So uh, Dr. Bong pointing out that someone like uh, Cho Ni, who's actually uh, here physically uh, uh, interviewing with the news factory, could be a dark horse candidate because a lot of people have uh, uh, liked her somewhat uh, moderate uh, bona fides. Okay, Professor Huang, do you feel that um, this th- same dynamic holds with this uh, post Solal holiday during the Myeongjeol season, so to speak, where families gathered and really talked about these issues? How heated do you think the, the, the conversations have been? Well, I, I think it's kind of hard to have a heated discussion over Zoom, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can always mute someone right, or right. put a cat face on right. someone. So. Or if you're Jeffrey Tubin, uh, be careful on uh, making sure right. the, 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 the screen is uh, blacked out, right? Yes. Right. Um, <laughs> what I, and also for Park Young-sun and Anchors, what I find interesting is that at least from sort of from the you know, ruling party side and from the opposition side, they both seem to present the best shots in the mayoral, so yeah. mayoral by-election. But they still have to win the primary, or in Anchors' case, he, he needs to you know, unify yeah. candidates. Yeah. And in Park Young-sun's case, it's kind of acknowledged that you know, her uh, competitor, uh, Wu sang has actually a better organization within the party than Park Young-sun. So it's kind of, it will be kind of interesting whether Park Young-sun can actually you know, uh, overcome that. Uh, right. Her the, main the resistance seems to be more so within the party rather than, let's say, the general yeah, public. Maybe not resistance, but just that Wu sang has a lot more allies than Park Young-sun. I'm not sure she's really hated the no, way no, 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 no. I wouldn't say that example. but there's been some skepticism because of what has been maybe rightly or wrongly perceived as being part of this so-called anti-Moon Jae-in faction within sure. the party, which she says is a sort of a, a mislabeling of what, what she I mean, said. There's, there's certainly some of that, but nothing like the anti-Yi Jae-myung sentiment that you see within the, within the party. Oh, right, I mean, right. I mean, and certainly nothing not, like MB Park factional exactly, fighting I mean, yet. So it's not to that extent. But uh, point stands and, uh, and exactly. we agree. So that, that's kind of interesting okay. dynamic in the sense that if she actually goes to the by-election, the main round, she right. might be the stronger candidate. But in the you know, primaries... Stage, she, she, she might be a little shaky, and in Anchor's case, it's even harder, right? I mean, he, he's not part of the People uh, Power Party, so I mean, eventually he will want to, you know, go, you know, combine the candidacy. But exactly how that's going to turn out, you know, it might get rocky, but it might get, you know, kind of interesting in the sense that it might ra- yeah. raise the ratings. So, you know, both of them seem to be the strong, you know, final round candidates, but you know, the the path there is still quite uncertain at this point. Okay, so An Chol-su, it's an interesting, because if, if everyone follows the history, we know what happened with him and uh, Moon Jae-in in 2012. That wasn't necessarily the most harmonious um, candidate unification. We know what happened when he left that party to join and become the people's Kungminedang uh, head and uh, veer off. And then we know what happened uh, when uh, later on he split with Padan Mide and he tried to kind of go off in the wilderness and run marathons. So... The question is whether him and, let's say, hypothetically, it's Nagyeongwon on the uh, People 
PPP side, whether they can come together and give a, a harmonious unification of this opposition candidate, which seems to need to happen right now. You know, if, for the opposition party right. uh, coalition to win. The But election, my question right? to you is, if there is no more Adam Daun Yangbo for Antasur, this beautiful concession that he's going to give going forward, if he cannot even agree on debate terms with Kim Tae-sup, there was a, supposed to be a debate to take place with Kim Tae-sup for the so-called third wave candidacy. If he cannot even get an agreement with Kim Tae-sup on that, how are they ever going to come to an agreement with PPP Kim Jong-in, who's very, I think, uh, staunchly does not want An Chesu to be the uh, sole mayor candidate for the opposition? doesn't seem like it's going to be easy. Do you think it's easy? No, I don't think so. I agree with uh, everything you just said. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> But uh, how do you think the scenario is going to play out? Do you think they will run actually final candidates where it will be actually Na Kyung-won and An Chesu on the ballot at the same time? You know, you know, for that uh, dramatic scenario to be materialized, the opposition party coalition must become far more desperate uh, so that the, uh, they have to uh, be able to agree upon single unified candidate, uh, hoping that uh, that will lead to the election in the you know, mayoral election. Uh, but at this point, then they are still uh, far apart, uh, believing that uh, the other side needs to make the concession. And uh, we'll see. Uh, Mr. Anchoso has to overcome this uh, stigma that he's a quitter. Yeah. He has not uh, finished anything important except for a marathon. Um, so he has to uh, prove uh, before too late to the potential voters that he will stay in the race. Mm. And uh, he has to maintain reasonably high popularity rating so that he will take it as uh, his uh, capital to yeah. make uh, uh, negotiations with uh, uh, PPP party candidates. So he has to follow uh, Hong Jun-pyo's advice, right? Who basically urged him on social media, you better not quit this time, right? No, like, you got to stay till the end. And I think that's beneficial for what he's saying, An Chesu, but also probably beneficial for Hong Jun-pyo too. But there's a great risk too, that if uh, Mr. An Chesu stays in the race and uh, um, unwantedly uh, become a kind of spoiler, meaning that uh, he will be the uh, you know, GOAT uh, responsible for handing over the election victory to the ruling party yeah. uh, by splitting the votes among the opposition party candidates, then uh, it'll be a bigger loss. Well, that one option seems to be uh, what political analysts are saying is going to be one strategy An Chesu can take, Professor Huang, is that he's going to pull out the Adam Daun Yangbo card again and just say, Uh, I'm uh, out of the generosity of my spirit and grand vision. I let uh, Na Kyung-won become the candidate, mindful that maybe at the end it was always about the presidential race and he was just going to run there. And this is going to what he hopes uh, enhance his standing or um, uh, support among undecided voters who are skeptical of An Chosu. I don't know if that you feel is a legitimate strategy. Everyone keeps talking about how he's a horrible debater. Once we get him on the debate stage, it's going to be game over. And all these strong debaters like Na Kyung-won on, on the uh, opposition side or uh, Woo Sang-ho or Park Young-sun on the ruling party side are kind of chomping at their bit just to get him on stage because then they can show uh, what happened like we saw in previous debates that he's been on. Yeah, I mean, he didn't really grace himself with, you know, a lot of you know, glory in the last presidential debate. I mean, people kind of felt that he Infamous was kind of... Infamous MB avatar, MI and MB avatar moment, right? Exactly. And, you know, I mean, he could have delivered it better, but he came out very whiny and just unprepared. Yeah. 
sort of like you know it was kind of a uh, kind of national t- TV breakdown uh, you know uh, event that you know he he will have to overcome. I mean, in fact, he might actually want to appear on TV more times and you know present a, 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 a you know better version of himself, which is kind of ironic in the sense that his me- meteoric uh, rise in the first place was you know his appearance on TV and sort of talking about his life. Of course, in a much you know friendlier setting, but that's how he got you know more than fifty percent of approval rating, you know, almost ten years ago now. So you know, yeah, he's he, got to he, maybe have Kang Hodong as his running mate the whole time, maybe too, <laughs> or Kodong insist on Kang Hodong being the, uh, the the moderator. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, moving away from the Seoul mayor race, because we've got a bunch of different political topics we want to talk about, uh, Dr. Bong. Traditionally, again, during these Myeongjeol or Chuseok or Seollal extended holiday periods, you have the politicians going off to the different um, uh, hometowns, the rural places, uh, visiting traditional markets and doing all these things. You, you saw that on the ruling party side with Park Yang-san and Woo sang of course, uh, trying to solidify uh, their standing among party members for the primary. Uh, we also had People Party uh, people also doing the same thing, uh, campaigning on, on the streets. Uh, the overall, uh, did you find anything interesting uh, of note uh, during that whole uh, sort of very traditional Korean practice? Compared to the previous elections, I have found two uh, you know, interesting phenomena. One is that the uh, popularity or judgment upon each candidate um, are, are not really directly really correlated with the uh, popularity or approval rating of President Moon Jae-in. Um, so this is a good news for the candidates coming from the ruling party that they do not have to uh, be too worried about the any uh, anything bad, anything negative about the you know the, the a dragging government. effect is right, what you're saying. Effect. Yeah, right, right. You got the word out of my mouth. And the second point is that uh, because of this COVID nineteen quarantine policy, that the entire city of Seoul, where I have been, uh, was uh, quite empty. You know, so uh, traditional campaign methods uh, uh, were were not uh, seemingly so effective as it, as it used to be. Right. So I, I think you see also Professor Huang, because it's kind of a meme, but no, uh, every every uh, appearance uh, we talk about uh, your uh, focus on COVID nineteen is that it does seem like the political dynamics with these ruling party candidates as well as the opposition party candidates is not really uh, about you know one specific policy per se, but it is going to be, are we getting through the pandemic? Are we through the third wave? Are the numbers down? Are these economic checks going to come in time? And are we going to feel the benefits of that? Uh, Do we think the vaccine is actually going to uh, be sort of a a saving grace for that? And if all that kind of falls into line, coincidentally, we feel it uh, very strongly in early April, that's, that's, I suppose, what uh, the uh, ruling party is banking on. On the flip side, you never hope for disaster, but cynically speaking, the opposition would want the um, other scenario to unfold where things do not increase and they, the people want to change. Well, in terms of timing, it seems like the fourth economic relief package is sort of, you know, politically expediently or not, is going to take place yeah. sometime before the, the by-election. So clearly they're banking on that. But uh, whereas it goes for vaccination and various, you know, 
the relaxing of the, the restrictions. I mean, you know, vaccination is not going to happen that fast by April. I mean, it, it might just begin. So, you know, they might actually, you know, the ruling party might actually, you know, trying to trump it up, but without too much actual accomplishment. And as for restrictions, you know, who knows? I mean, with these relaxing of restrictions, who knows what's going to happen in seven weeks? I mean, we could actually go through this cycle of relaxation and spiking of cases and yeah. more more crackdown and, you know, just up and down. I mean, if that happens, I think it's going to look pretty poorly on the ruling party as well as the administration. Yeah, it pretty seems inevitable that, um, again, you hate to pinpoint a single rule, but there's going to be some Protestant church organization or facility that's going to have another outbreak. And you guys just wonder how big a, a community spread that's going to be and whether you say uh, that'll make uh, the restrictions again, stricter again. And then you have this sort of roller coaster ride that we keep going on with COVID-19. Uh, per, uh, Dr. Pong, let's talk about then uh, another aspect of all of this uh, political talk during this halal holidays. And that's for the future, uh, it does feel like it's still far away, but uh, it's still just a year down the horizon. We're going to have a, a presidential mm-hmm. race right now. And again, you rightly point out, still way too early, and we could have another candidate we don't even know about or, or talk about that might become the frontrunner. But right now, and it's been pretty fluid for, I would say, the last year or so, we've got three main contenders. Uh, we've got Lee Jae-myung, Gyeonggi governor. Uh, right now, we'll say number one top mm-hmm. frontrunner. Yes. We've got uh, Prime Minister, former Prime Minister Lee Nagyon, current ruling party chief, used to be the number one contender, maybe not so much, fall from grace. And then on the opposition side, a little bit of a black hole, Yoon Seok-yeol, who is not an opposition person per se. He is uh, still kind of strongly in the polls. But I think as the focus on prosecutorial reform is going away, so is his standing also kind of diminishing. Um, overall, what do you think are the issues going forward? And how do you see the landscape of the race? I think you don't necessarily feel that real estate is going to be the, the, the do or die uh, issue that will determine things, right? One conspicuous uh, phenomenon that we can read from this, um, you know, presidential race in the early stage and the number of, uh, you know, main candidates is a very deep-seated mistrust among the voters about politics, partisan politics. Uh, They are really tired and sick of the, you know, um, same old, same old, you know, uh, myopic and uh, narrow-minded politics. They really want a political leader as an ex-president who will get things done, period. Uh, without being tied to nitty-gritty and uh, unnecessary partisan, you know, discord. And uh, who would, uh, you know, respect the uh, rule of law, that nobody uh, should be allowed to live uh, by the different set of rules. Everybody should be held to the same set of rules. I think which is accountable for the, you know, very high popularity of Mr. Yoon Seok-yeol, seemingly representative of that principle. But I like to uh, caution the voters who are listening to this program that your mayor or your president you elect represents you. I mean, you are not better than the other uh, politicians or political leaders because you cast the votes. I read some books and checked my personal notes how to live a happy life and mm-hmm. peace of mind and a uh, few things that I recalled. You are what you eat. So I have to take care of my diet. And you are what you do repeatedly. Your (laughs) habits determine your character and personality. And you are the average of five people you spend the time most. Mm. 
So your mayor or your president represent you. You elect them, right? Mm -hmm. You cannot just simply criticize them and uh, pretend to be you are better than them because they are part of you. Mm -hmm. So if political candidates promise to build bridges to, no to nowhere or to build an airport without travelers or promise to build houses that will mm -hmm. never be completed in the next 20 years, but they do not mention how to take care of the main reason why we have to, you know, uh, you know mayoral elections in Seoul and Busan, which is uh, prevent... In the protection of women from sexual violence, then you are part of the problem. You okay. are enablers. Well, I, I, I don't know if we're having a panel discussion or a, a motivational speech by uh, Toyul's, <laughs> where we have this kind of uh, Anthony Robbins uh, uh, pep talk, but those points stand with what the people will decide and not necessarily always rational thinking, I think, when it comes to picking your favorite candidate. But with the dynamics between Lee Jae-myung and Lee Nagyeon, uh, Professor Huang, in your view, is this almost similar? And you don't want to necessarily dismiss the uh, opposition's chances because, uh, of course, uh, anything can happen and uh, there is maybe a desire to remove the incumbency. But is this one of those situations where it's like the archery national team uh, competition to see who represents the Olympic members because that's actually going to be the stiffer competition. And then once you get into the Olympics, Korea is so far ahead of the field that they end up winning the gold medal. So the real competition is actually uh, within that uh, primary race between Lee Jae-myung and Lee Nagyeon. Um, it seems like it's boiling down to philosophical differences like UBI, I think pushing that front and forward. Uh, other kind of approaches, do you prefer a more bold, kind of aggressive way of doing things, or do you prefer that more moderate, sort of softer tone that is represented by Lee Nagyeon? Uh, do you think it's still too early to talk about that, or do you think we have some other uh, unknown dynamics? Well, I mean, one dynamic that I want to mention is that will Lee Jae-myung be able to secure the nomination of the party? I mean, we do know that there's a strong anti-Lee Jae-myung feeling within the party, far yeah. more than the general public. So just looking at the you know, general public's you know, opinion poll and say, that, hey, Lee Jae-myung is number one, so surely he'll capture the nomination for the ruling party. And that's definitely not a foregone conclusion, given the fact that if you just look at the you know, core supporters of the Minju party, there's a lot of anti I mean, Lee Jae-myung feeling. So, you know, uh, and granted, yeah. that's why you, you think that, you know, this, is, this might be the, the real race rather than the, the, the actual, you know, the, the actual the yeah. presidential election. And, yeah, I mean, uh, I think the PPP has some serious soul searching to do and fast if, you know, the best candidate is someone who's yeah. not even a politician, Yoon seok being the number one among the, uh, the opposition party nominees. I mean, they, they need to sort of, you know, gin up some, you know, enthusiasm for the presidential election and potential candidates pretty fast. Yeah. Uh, any final pearls of wisdom before we say goodbye? Well, the anti uh, Ijemyang sentiment may be an uh, asset for uh, Governor Ijemyang if uh, there will be a three-way competition right. in the actual presidential election, but this is too early. To make too scenario. early. Well, uh, Dr. Bong, always appreciate it. Uh, Professor Huang as well. Thank you both for joining us. We have Life Abroad hosted by Na Seung-yang coming up next. Please stay tuned for that. We'll be back tomorrow for another edition of This Morning at 7 a.m. Until then, enjoy the rest of your day. This has been Henry Shin. Goodbye.